Hello and welcome to Loving Me, Myself, and Life with me, Jody Misiak. So I have actually decided to take the summer off. Now you might be listening to this a little later. Uh, however, over the next 10 weeks, I'm bringing you content and things I've been sharing in different outlets. So it's been a few different things. I want to take some time off to really be with my kids. Also, the camp that I usually have my kids in a couple times a week just didn't have space for me this year. So I kind of had to rearrange my summer and I've decided to just be with them this summer and spend time with them because, you know, they're only this young for like now. So I have kind of reshifted things and this is just a time for me to take a break. However, I didn't want to leave you hanging. It was a really, really big decision for me to kind of go and take a break. I usually bring you episodes every week. And that's a thing I love uh, to do to make sure that I'm there for you. And uh, so I'm not fully gone. I'm just sharing things that I've uh, talked about in the past that I haven't talked about here necessarily. So good, juicy, amazing stuff. Just um, I've shared it elsewhere and now I'm going to bring it here to you. So it's actually going to be over the next nine weeks. There'll be episodes for my Wow Wednesdays that I did a few years ago. And the last one, it will be an episode from a coffee chat that I did. It was on Facebook Live years ago as well. So like I said, good, juicy, awesome stuff. And I just wanted to share it with you here. So get comfortable and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Coffee Chat with me, Jody Misiak, the Confidence Corner Edition. Today, I would like to share a little bit more about what we were talking about last week and then self-love. So grab your coffee or tea and come build your confidence with me. So like I said, last week we talked about where does confidence come from? And it's really having a loving relationship with ourselves. So what does that mean? It means taking time to get to know you, right? So I want to share with you some of my favorite self-love tools. So I want to help you build up your toolbox for self-love. And this is a great thing to jot down and make notes. If you haven't tried something before, try it. If it doesn't work for you, let it on go. This is really important. Like I said last week, what I think is good for me, what brings me joy might not bring you joy. So I'm going to share as many of the self-love tools that I use or ones that maybe I don't use, but I've heard of, and you can, you can write them down the one or write down the ones that, you know, resonate with you that like, yes. Or ones that are like, Oh, this is interesting. I haven't tried and make a note of trying them. It'll be great for if you haven't tried something new from last week to this week, gives you a list of things to try. So what are some things? Well, one, one of my biggest tools is meditation. Meditation has helped me on so many levels. Why? Because it helps me slow down. It helps me get out of my head and into my heart. And if you've been following me for a long time, I've shared how meditation was not always that easy for me. So start slow, give yourself some, some love and just, you know, take it at your own speed and be gentle with yourself. Uh, I actually found the best way for meditation for me personally was I actually went to yoga class. And at the end, uh, that's where all the magic happened was Shavasana. And then there was a meditation and things. And that's where I truly 
connected to my meditation practice and really, it really felt good because uh, before it just felt forced and not great. And one of my biggest way, um, ways to meditate is through guided meditations, just so I can help, it can help me get out of my head more. <laughs> that makes sense. So the more I meditate though, the more that when I just need a, a, a quick little slow down, I can jump on my meditation pillow, or I can sit anywhere, like, you know, anywhere, right? This is a tool you can take anywhere. You don't need anything and just sit and focus on your breath. So amazing. And that goes into another one, breathing. You can find different techniques and things like that for breathing. There's square breathing where it's inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold again and repeat and do that for like a minute or two. Uh, no rhyme or reason there, no, like no real hard rule about how long, but I would do it for a little while and it really helps reduce your stress and refocus. But there's so many different breathing techniques out there. So, you know, you could even, I'm sure research, I do want to, I have it on a notepad that I'm going to do more in, about breathing in the new year. Uh, so here's hoping um, that I share that with you down the line. And uh, yeah, so breathing is another amazing tool. And it can even just be counting to 10 backwards in your head, you know, things like that. Uh, but again, find what works for you. The square breathing one has really helped me. And uh, I've been sharing a little bit about my kids. So here's another one uh, can work for you too. But if you have kids that are very emotional, uh, this also will help them and it helps you in the process. And it's, it's uh, roller co coaster breathing. So you go up the roller coaster and down. So inhale and exhale and inhale and you follow it and it comes really great. So if you're more of a visual person, you don't just have to focus on your breath. You can use your hands. So help you help your kids. And you know, it's a win-win, right? <laughs> So, um, what are other ones? So I'm just looking at my notes because I don't always have everything in my head. Um, oh yes, of course. Walking. Walking is a really good one and you can do meditation walking. I've done that, uh, where I just mindfully walk or now my newest amazing thing, because we literally, <laughs> I have the forest in my, not quite my backyard, closer to my front yard, but anyways, it's right there. And it's actually to the way to my kid's school and it's just beautiful. So I could, I don't have, like we, we walk to pick up our kids after school. And if I have, if I allow myself enough time between work and picking up the kids, I can do some forest breathe, um, sorry, forest bathing, um, or even like on my own before. Um, but it's been really nice to, it's, it's been a, a way for my husband and I to reconnect after a very busy year of having my son home all year. So, um, walking is really great and it can just kind of get your, your mind can just wander or you can just take in the beauty around you, the air, listen to the leaves, the noises and just rustling and things and, uh, and things like that. Uh, and again, like getting out in nature, just getting outside, getting out in fresh air is another amazing tool because it takes us out of our homes I know for me personally, I can, again, be like, oh, dirty kitchen. Let's do that before I take care of me. When we leave our house, 
it is a beautiful thing because we leave like our to-do list behind. And that's why it's important to get out of our head and into our hearts when we go outside, because then you can just go. And, uh, and then there's just so many ben- benefits in general, being outside the fresh air and, and things like that, but just leaving the house sometimes just to, to get away from our to-do list or, oh, and we still need to do this or need to do that. It's really, really cool to do. And listen to podcasts or audio books. That's a big one for me as I listen to a lot of audio books, uh, even when I'm cleaning and it inspires me, but I even have it where now we're Monday mornings. It's motivation uh, Mondays for me. So here I am motivating people, but I also need my own little motivation as well. You know, we always are continuing growing and learning. And that is so true for me as well. Oh, another one that has been played a huge role in my life. And I've been doing this since way before I was even a teenager, probably like nine, 10, maybe even earlier than that is journaling. At that time, I didn't even know how important journaling was. But I didn't always have anybody I could, I felt I could share with. I felt deep, I feel deeply. I have very strong emotions um, from highs to lows. So it's about sharing them. So they're not going in my body that they come out. And it's been really wonderful to get that out on paper. Uh, sometimes we can share with somebody else, but if we're going through a hard thing, sometimes it's just nice to get it on paper first, get it out of the body. And then you can talk to somebody about it too, or work with somebody. I, uh, I encourage my clients to, to journal a lot uh, because a lot of the activities to help us grow, start on the page, start writing. And it's incredible what comes out when you slow down and, and write whatever comes out. It doesn't have to be anything like, don't think just write. And it's really beautiful what comes out and be like, whoa, I've been hanging on to that for a while. So journaling, a wonderful, wonderful tool. And I'm hoping to share some fun activities that you can use throughout in this journal um, coming year, like in the next year, so that uh, you can really just spark uh, to make some growth and confidence within you. Oh, yes. And I've already mentioned this one, yoga. Uh, with meditation, but yoga itself, it's beautiful because you get to move your body, focus on your breath and it's mindfulness all wrapped in one. So I absolutely love yoga and myself love toolbox. And actually that was the first thing. Once I got back into making myself a priority, yoga and meditation were the first two things to happen. And then journaling. So those are my, my three faves. And then I have other ones in between that I do throughout the day, but that's how I start my day. Yeah. So journaling, yoga and meditation. It, that's, and like I said, that's for me. So you got to do what works for you, what feels good to you. And then of course, what I do with my clients a lot is inner work. I help them, you know, let go of past thoughts, beliefs, memory, not memories, but like the the energy, the, the feelings we have towards those memories sometimes, like the not so good memories that we hold. But uh, as we grow old, um, grow up, we have people in our life that put on their own thoughts, their own ideas of what life should look like. And then we can lose sight of who we are. And so creating a deeper relationship with yourself is getting to know you better 
and also healing those wounded parts of you that have, you know, developed from keeping you safe throughout your childhood and your, your, your life. And uh, that's what is a really powerful tool too, is inner work. And I know for me, um, that came a lot later in my self-love journey. I didn't go deep until about six, no, seven, eight, maybe eight years ago. Now I have to look at a calendar or like count back, <laughs> figure out exactly. But I, I did a lot of like meditating yoga, like the slowing down stuff. And that was really important in getting to hear my own inner voice, but doing the inner work really was what really cracked me open and really allowed me to fully embrace my life, who I am. And really just know that I am not perfect and it's embracing the imperfections in me because before that I was, I was confident. I was super confident uh, to the point where I wasn't really empowered. (laughs) I, I felt entitled because I was like better than right. And that's not loving. So doing the inner work really cracked me open to move forward and really enjoy my life like on a, a really amazing level. I just want to make sure I didn't. Oh, yes. Reading, too. That's another one is reading books that inspire you. Reading or like I said, audio books. These videos are really great. Watching things on YouTube or on other people's Facebook pages. All those things help inspire you. And you get to learn from other people. Take what you feel will work for you or at least, you know, try it out. Keep what works, leave the rest behind, and then create your own journey and adventure because we all have one. We're all on an amazing, beautiful journey. And if you're doing it right, it feels like an adventure. Uh, and maybe it won't feel like an adventure for a while. Maybe it'll just feel like you're going uphill the whole time. So you reach this point where it's like you can finally enjoy the view. We're like, oh my goodness, I've been hiking this. I've been in, I've been in this. And I'm just noticing now the beauty around me. And it's a beautiful place to be. Now, will there be uphills? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of those. But now at this place, I know that all I have to do is slow down and look around me and see all the beauty around me. So I would love to hear from you. What is your favorite self-love activity or self-care even? Um, there's differences and I've talked about this before. Maybe I'll bring it up again, but what do you love to do for you? Can be anything. And if there is something I shared on the list that you haven't tried, but you want to share, I'd love to hear what are something that you're like, Ooh, I'm going to try this. I would love, love to hear from you. So comment below and I'll talk to you soon. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I will be back on September 10th with all new episodes of Loving Me, Myself, and Life. So until then, relax, enjoy, keep listening. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so, so very much. Thank you so much for being here and listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.